and welcome to this week's episode of The Mandala Effect. I have been called to record this from my beautiful garden surrounded by flowers and nature and soaking up uh, the sun and getting getting some vitamin D after this, uh, after having to wear um, my woolly jumpers for the last two weeks. Um, and I feel called to sit in the sun feeling nurtured because it has been a very, very heavy week for myself. Um, and I think when we go through some kind of difficult period in our life, a spiritual awakening, a dark night of the soul, whatever name you would like to give it, we often don't um, give ourselves space for how difficult it can be, forgetting that we are human. And um, I know for myself, I, I think for a long time, even since my childhood years, I have so wanted to be not human, to be more than human, to have these supernatural um, powers and gifts. And to a certain extent we do. But at the same time, we are human and we are here on a human journey. And what we as humans forget to do is, or don't know how to do a lot of the time, is to love and accept ourselves exactly as we are, exactly where we are now. This is coming up for me off the back of work that I'm doing experiences that I have had and an incredible book that I have just read um, which I will get into but first and foremost I I am a I want to say like I'm a child of self-improvement personal development this is what I do this is how I've kind of learned to live over the last eight years of my life I have sought out different experiences from Tony Robbins seminars, Unleash the Power Within, um, and silent meditation retreats. Um, I have done my 300-hour certificate in teaching meditation. I have healed myself in a very spiritual way. But with some experiences that I have had over the last few years of my life what I have forgotten to do is to accept them and to love and accept myself for exactly who I am exactly where I am remembering that I am on a journey and this is what the the ego does the human does is it is always trying to be better because it believes it needs to be better in order to survive we need to be better than our neighbor we need to have the better car we need to have the better home this is the ego we need to i need this car to prove that i am worthy among my peers i and a lot of it's subconscious and you know we're not aware of it we just think we need the thing we want the thing we want the feeling that the thing is going to give us um but there's a reason that we don't have that thing and a lot of the time especially if you're on a spiritual journey if you have this le certain level of consciousness then you probably aren't going to be given that thing. You're probably going to have to um, 
learn a lesson maybe before you are given that thing or um or given that experience um because no matter how much you can try and manifest something a if you're not ready to see receive it it's not coming into your life and b if it's coming from a place of ego and um I want the thing to say I have the thing it's it's probably not going to come into your life you're probably you're here to learn lessons you're here to grow um and we can't and I believe that the biggest lesson that we are here to learn on this human journey is love and how to love and that all starts with ourselves so if we're constantly trying to improve ourselves and if we're constantly trying to see how productive we can be, how we can manage our time, how efficient we can be in order to have this experience, in order to earn this much money, in order to get this thing to show that I am worthy. While ever we're doing that, we're not loving ourselves. We're not accepting ourselves for exactly who we are. And we're just backing up some unconscious belief that we are not worthy and that we aren't deserving of love and this is what most humans unless they're doing the work have within them is this unconscious belief that they are not worthy of love and just put your compassionate hat on for a moment and have a look at the humans around you and maybe the humans in your family maybe the humans in your friendship circle, maybe your colleagues, maybe your peers, maybe other people, people you watch on Instagram. And can you see where they can love themselves a little bit more? And can you see it in humanity and in society where everybody could just do with a little bit more love? A little bit more acceptance of who they are and where they are and then have a look in the mirror and have a look at yourself think about your situation the goals you're trying to achieve the things that you're trying to manifest in your life the experiences that you want to have the person that you're trying to become can you see where she needs more love in her life can you see where she needs more acceptance for just exactly who she is? If you could see everybody with this compassionate eye, with your, see yourself with this compassionate eye, if everybody could see themselves with a compassionate eye and everyone could see each other with a compassionate eye, I do believe that the world would be a much more pleasant place to live. But hey, we're here for growth. We're not here for perfect. So I... This is, I feel like this is some big new realization for me, even though it isn't, it isn't. Like when I had cancer, I had to do this. I had to accept that I had cancer and I had to love myself in order to heal. And I did it. And now I'm out of that journey. And I actually had another scare this week. I was in, I had to go to hospital for a checkup because I had a pain and I knew I needed to have it looked at and there came a point where I had to accept like I might have to go through this again I might have to and and my ego is fighting and saying but I 
I don't want to go through this again because I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to be this. I'm trying to da-da-da. I thought I'd fixed this. And just listen to the voice that is always trying to improve you, that is always trying to fix you, fix your life, fix where you are, fix your problems. That's the point of the ego. We need an ego. We need to befriend our ego. We can turn our ego, our critical mind, into our inner champion, our inner cheerleader. This is something I'm working on at the moment, and God, it feels beautiful. I went on a really amazing walk last night, just me and nature, and normally I tell myself I'm too tired, and it was probably about quarter to um, eight when I went out for this walk, and I'm like, nah, no, not tonight. But I did, and I took myself off out, and for the whole 45 minutes I was out, I was championing myself. I was cheering myself on. What if this is exactly where I'm supposed to be? Having a conversation with God, with the universe, what if this is exactly where I'm supposed to be? And what if these experiences are exactly what I'm supposed to be going through right now? Help me accept. I accept where I am. I love where I am. And giving myself the compassion and the love that my ego actually really needs and that my human actually really needs because this is what really we're all working for. We just want to be loved. We just want to be loved. And the more that we can give it to ourselves, the more that we can allow it in from just our energy. We, emin we the, the more we can love ourselves, the more we give off love, the more love we invite in. It's science. But um, I really believe this is what we're here to learn. And so being a child of self-improvement, I've read all the books. I've been to the seminars. I have done the 4 a.m. morning thing. I have, or is it the 5 a.m. morning, but I had to do one better and do the 4 a.m. And I was doing all of this from a place of me not being good enough and me needing to learn that I, um, me needing to prove that I was good enough, that I was working hard enough, that I deserved this. Now I can tell you that working hard does not mean you're going to be successful. Working hard does not mean you're going to earn a lot of money. Working hard can sometimes mean that you're going to be a busy fool, whether it's working hard on your business, working hard for somebody else, or working hard on yourself. Um, it is not always the most effective thing we, to do. And in fact, can you just slow down, just sit down, just soak up the sun, breathe, be, and, and just be in that space of love, of compassion, of just being. Um, and then we start to change this self-improvement to self-acceptance. And when we change this, when we can have this mindset shift from self-improvement to self-acceptance, then we can create. Because we're creating from a place of love, of from openness. We can't create anything while we're Anything that our soul wants us to experience, well, any of the blessings that our soul wants to experience, we will struggle to create them while we're working from a space of self-improvement because we're from a space of I'm not worthy. And that's fear-based. And so while you're creating from fear, you're going to keep on bringing in more fear 
So you're probably not going to live in the abundant, healthy, vibrant life that you are craving, that you're trying to work hard to live. But if you can accept exactly who you are, exactly where you are, and accept your experience, and use then, you're not resisting where you are. Because when you resist, what you resist persists. So if you're trying to resist where you are, you're going to come up, you're going to come up, like you're, you're resisting, you're going to come up against more resistance. But if you can accept and accept and then think about what you'd like to create and then think about what you'd like to see manifest in your life, the path will be shown to you and it will be shown to you from a place of love. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy because it isn't. Sometimes the path of love can be quite challenging, especially when it's a love from your, a love for your higher self, when you've been creating a life from fear and from ego that can often, you know, undoing the work of your conditioning and of your patterns, the unconscious beliefs, undoing the work of that and and trying to create from this space of love and openness and acceptance can be quite tricky because you're going to come up against your ego and you're going to come up against things that your ego is going to tell you that you don't want to you don't want to do this you're going to end up alone you're going to end up alone you're going to end up with 40 cats on your own in the middle of nowhere never seen anybody um the ego is quite tricky it will um tell you you want one thing and then help you create another but um, which is why self-awareness and practices like meditation and breath work and spiritual practices are so important and going on these journeys going on the spiritual journey that your soul is called to go on and learning more about yourself and consciousness um, are so important but Come back to a space of acceptance for who you are and love her and cherish her and show her the way from a safe space of being held and you know it's okay that you aren't where you think you need to be you're right here right now i mean i could be really blunt and say you could get run over tomorrow <laughs> you could you know in my case you could be diagnosed with cancer again and then it's game over um and so what if all you had actually was right now? Could you accept that? Can you accept that actually all you ever have is right now? And that's the other most important thing I think we're here to understand is that we never reach the future. We only ever stay in the present moment. And we can never go back to the past. So all we have is right now and that accepting that can be really challenging especially when your ego is worried about the future or worried about the past um it's it's a challenge so to today's message this week's message is all about acceptance where can you accept your life a little bit more where can what can you accept in your life if you can't accept it and your soul is telling you there's a nudge to change something i suggest you change it no matter how hard it is if you, um, if, and where can you accept yourself a little bit more? 
can you accept the fact that you haven't worked out as much and so this summer and so you might be a little bit rounder in the face can you accept that you aren't where you want to be in your business or you aren't where your ego thinks you want to be in your business or thinks it should be or just have a think about it journal on it where can I accept myself more fully right now where can I love myself more fully right now how can I show myself love and acceptance and the energy of love and acceptance is the energy of surrender and that's when the magic starts to fall into your life um, and yeah it's pretty beautiful the book that I have just read is called The Battersea Park Road to Paradise and I've just by um, Isabel Losada and I am just about to start Battersea Park Road to Enlightenment which was her first best-selling book and basically in and this is one of the it's amazing. It's a fun. It's a funny book. It's about spiritual experiences, her experiences herself, her personal experiences, and her take on them. She's very um, real. Very real. There's no airy fairy kind of um, fluffy terminology. It's a. It's a. It's quite a. It's a. It's a great book. You can tell that she's um, so real about the spiritual journey, um, but very passionate about it as well. And so from reading this book, I read her experience of her own spiritual journey and in that there is an Unleash the Power Within seminar with Tony Robbins. There is a 10-day Vipassana retreat. There are meetings with Muji and, and various um, feng shui consultations. And... I can just see this is how I have lived my own life, um, constantly looking for the next spiritual experience that's going to relieve me from the illusion of suffering or, or help me create something new in my life and, that, and, and realising that I haven't accepted my human experience and I haven't, like there is a part of me that hasn't accepted my human experience and is trying to escape from it through spirituality. And that is classic spiritual bypassing. Not so much anymore for me, um, maybe over the last 12, 18 months, uh, two years probably. But um, her kind of watching her go through these experiences. And then the, the final experience in the book is ayahuasca in the Amazonian jungle. And this book was written, I think, you know, like nearly 10 years ago. Um, and I. And that's my next step. That's what I want to go and do next. I want to go and have a um, an experience with source in the jungle. And I think it sounds incredible. But it has made me question why I'm doing it and why I'm chasing all of these um, spiritual experiences and, and where it's coming from. Is it coming from accepting where I am in my life right now or is it coming from wanting to be somewhere else? So it's really quite profound in a way. Um, to just read a light book that's what I wanted when I found it in the um, in the bookshop I wanted a light book that was going to make me laugh I didn't realize that when I got to the end it would have made me kind of question how I've ended up where I have on my journey um, and why I so I'm so in love with the spiritual journey and 
so passionate about it. So I hope that this in some way has helped you, helped encourage you to accept and love where you are more, who you are more, knowing that you can create something new, just to give your ego some peace of mind, you can create something new from this space. But um, it's not all about creating something new because what if it was to all end tomorrow? Would you have spent your entire life worrying about where you were going to be or what you have done and how are you going to get where you want to be next? What if it was to all end tomorrow and then you hadn't spent your life just accepting yourself and where you were and being in the moment and enjoying the beauty of the present moment? Because I've sat with the present moment a lot recently and she is really beautiful. The energy is amazing. So thank you very much for listening to this please do reach out to me if this has sparked anything in you that you'd like to have a conversation about um, my dms are always open so have a beautiful day thank you thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the mandala effect if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform I greatly appreciate your ongoing support and the podcast wouldn't be where it is today without you. So thank you. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family and let's continue spreading the mandala effects of magic and infinite possibilities. See you next week.